1: and the world
0: at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646 915 You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email cHC Tucson at gmail.com.
1: We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, yeah. along with our many sponsors, for hosting our show every week. With the Rose-type certifications in town, you'll find pimp products,
0: I can't believe it. It is June 13th. We're halfway through June. That's crazy to me. We're right on in the middle of summertime. It's hot. Actually, we've got some clouds today. We're maybe hoping to get some rain this weekend. Yay, desert needs the rain. And um, I am here solo. Cannabis kid is out for the day. Uh, Hopefully he'll be back next week, although I do get to secretly see him tomorrow. (laughs) Um, He will be uh, be back next week. But today we have a very, very, very special show today. We've got um, one of the organizers of HempCon. That's right. We've got a big event this weekend. Uh, It's huge. I I believe it's in Phoenix, um, and there's just going to be thousands and thousands of people and lots of guest speakers and information and booths and all sorts of great stuff for you to learn about hemp. So, New Year's Day, Wednesday, and let's get started. <clears throat> oh, you're all mornings out there. I'm completely tired and exhausted. I've been moving, uh, you know how that is. Last night was my first night in the new house, <clears throat> and you know, you just never sleep when that happens.
2: Um,
0: but it's great. It's awesome, and thank you everybody for helping with this move. Um, it's been tremendous. It's
3: life is nothing.
0: Without our friends, I tell you that. Uh, they has been awesome. And uh, I think been it. Um, <clears throat> so, while we wait for HEPCON to come on, we can see what's going on in the world of cannabis. There's still lots of uh, talk about uh, the president and uh, all the release of uh, medical dogs he's going to send out <laughs> on everybody. Um, So let's see what's going on. Let's just take a look around the world right now. Um, So there's a a Canadian Act, Canadian Cannabis Act. The Canadian Senate approves uh, the Cannabis Act. So let's see what's going on. The Canadian Senate voted yesterday to approve Bill C-45, also known as the Cannabis Act. Senators voted in favor of the legislation by a margin of 56 to 30. The vote ends 90 years of marijuana prohibition and makes Canada the first G7 nation to legalize pot. That's awesome. 90 years people have been struggling to get this <clears throat> put back in their medicine cabinets like it was before. I mean, that's just the thing. People need to understand that this has always been around. And uh, you know, I, they say, you know, 90 years is a lot less time than it's been a medicine. Uh, and it's just a blink, but it's been a rough blink. Especially for people that have been convicted of being petty, pettiness, petty, petty stuff, having an empty pipe. Like, come on. Anyway, we'll get back to that. The decision is exciting for individuals and businesses alike, both Canadian and not. The San Diego based cannabis company Prime Harvest has been particularly invested um, in the fate of the Cannabis Act as they are finalizing a reverse merger with Canadian company ME Resource Corp. Um, Prime Harvest applauds. The Senate approval of the Cannabis Act and looks forward to participating on the front lines of this rapidly growing market as a major global player, says Prime Harvest Chief Financial Officer Chand Jigpal. Yesterday, Canada expects to hold a historic vote on the federal cannabis legalization. Today, the country's Senate is currently debating uh, Bill C 45, the Cannabis Act, and has scheduled a vote for sometime Thursday. If senators adopt the measure, it would make Canada the first. G7 Nation to Legalize Marijuana. Senators have been debating the legislation for six months. So far, they have approved more than 40 amendments to the bill. MPs in the House of Commons who passed the original bill in 2017 will then get a chance to ratify the amendments. Once it receives approval there, the bill can receive royal assent and become law within days. I love it. It's getting royalty. However, a failure to approve the amendments in the House of Commons uh, could delay the legislation for months, um, and it says the bill could be a boom for Canada's economy. Of course, it's a boom for all economies. Robert McIntyre, the chief financial officer of Salvation Botanicals, sees great opportunity for the Canadian economy with the bill. Salvation is a licensed cannabis business located in Vancouver Island, BC, which is simply beautiful. If you haven't been, the company operates a cannabis testing laboratory and manufactures products including oils and tinctures. McIntyre told High Times that his firm is ready for recreational pot to come to Canada. It is incredibly exciting to be at the forefront of this historic legislation, he said. We have built capacity around supporting this new market and are looking forward to making a large impact. McIntyre also said that as a first major player in legal marijuana, Canada has a chance to secure a position in future international cannabis trade. Ooh, there you go. That's the international cannabis trade. Cannabis is leading the world in nationalized cannabis legislation, and that presents enormous opportunities for Canadian companies abroad, he said. <clears throat> but there are some flaws in Bill C-45. However, not everyone is happy with the Cannabis Act. McIntyre said the omission of popular marijuana products from the bill could stump the growth of the legal industry while allowing illicit operators to maintain a toehold. The initial rollout is intended to cover oils at a maximum of 3%, capsules and oral sprays. It is not intended for legislation to consider high-potency oils or edibles at this time. Two of the larger portions of the constitutionally protected gray market and certainly significant sectors of the more open state-based market, said McIntyre. The government has advised that these will be rolled out within a year of legalization But we feel the delay will heavily impact the success of the entire system. The system is intended to eliminate the gray market but leaving high potency edibles for a later date has a likely effect of pushing the gray market underground where testing and product safety may be non-existent," he added. And that is so super important. Um, Testing and product safety, I'm going to dive off here for a little bit. Um, I had one of my best friends growing up Colin say she wanted to try some hemp oil, and that was her that was her thing. She's like, dude, where uh, do I find safe, good, tested medicine? And that's why I said, when you go somewhere to a dispensary to get something, you'll know just by, you can walk in, you can feel the energy, you can feel the vibe there, but make sure they test their medicine. Um, it's so important to find out what really is in there. And <clears throat> hopefully... Um, The states are requiring, and Canada, strict testing uh, rules because if you don't, you can really hurt somebody um, and cause a lot more harm than good. You know, using something that could compromise your immune system when it's already compromised, that is not a good thing. All right. So, Canadian companies aren't the only ones that see potential in Canada's cannabis future. Prime Harvest LLC in San Diego, a cannabis company with cultivation manufacturing and retail operations. The firm is currently finalizing a reverse merger with ME Resource in uh, Vancouver, BC, through which it will gain a listing on the Canadian stock exchange and access to a new market. Jan Japal, Prime Harvest Chief Financial Officer, said that Canada is on the leading edge of a dynamic marijuana revolution. The industry will continue to evolve. We are just at the tipping point of a global cannabis movement, said Jip Paul. The state I mean the Senate uh, approval will further cement the importance of the cannabis industry, not just the local Canadian economy, but as global leading commodity. So that's awesome now, you, you know with all this trade stuff going on. Um, cannabis will be in there. We'll get to trading cannabis and that'll be cool. Um, let's just give some shout outs um, and we'll chat about this article in a minute to Weeks Health Center at 4826 East Frawlway. get on and down, down, get certified, go in and just get some education. There are a ton of new hemp products down there, CBD, whole lines of uh, items for yourself, for your pets. Um, we have some amazing lotions and balms down there that folks with arthritis. And um, inflammation, neuropathy, they put this on, and within minutes, they're like, wow, that went away. Um, so come on down and try it out. So it's really good. It's really good for you. And we have a lot of information and education down there. So if you have questions, don't be scared. Come on down. Um, we can certify you. If you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, you can check out the website, and um, it's got a whole range of information for you from products to uh, the radio station you're listening to now. You can actually uh, listen to all our past episodes. They're also on iTunes. Um, We've got the news section, event section, some videos for you to watch. We've got a legal section and then um, just a portion of the CBD products that we do have. So if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. Give us a call, 520 and we're at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're right out front there. Can't miss it.
2: Um,
0: and you can email, for those that like to do emails, we're pretty quickly responsive, uh, THC T-U-C-S-O-N, at gmail.com. We'd also like to thank a couple sponsors of our grower's house. If you want to grow anything from strawberries, which I am, to um, cannabis, uh tomatoes, whatever you want to grow. They've got the best equipment down there at the best prices, family-owned and operated. There's really awesome guys down there at the front desk, and they're getting ready to make us a commercial. I know they're working on it now. We've been asking for that one for a while, so I like to see the boys when I go in the and ask them where the commercial is, and they giggle and go, oh, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. And uh, another thing we'd like to – another shout-out goes to Canna Health Online Magazine. A uh, fantastic digital magazine. You can just get on the bus, you could walk down the street, you could be at your house or at the beach and read anything you want right there online. It's an awesome online magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines,
2: national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna
0: Health. Yes, check it out, definitely. Uh, It's really an awesome magazine. Um, So we were talking about uh, Mr. Trump earlier, so let's just chat about him. Now I've got an article, but okay. I'm just going to go back and forth. It's one of those mornings. I'm really tired, so it's kind of loopy and waiting for, uh, hopefully, uh, our HIPCON guest comes on. Um, I believe that's this weekend. Let's see, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Um, i got to look that up again because, um, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to be there. Um, but if you want to go, let's check it out. Where is it? Where is it? All right. HIPCON. Growing conventional, HempCon is the latest cannabis expo coming to Phoenix. The steady growth, oh, here we go, pop-ups. Come on now. The steady growth of Arizona's medical marijuana market has attracted another major cannabis themed convention to the state, the HempCon Cannabis Business Expo. And I'm going to actually, um, there's a link in here, so I'm going to post this for our bloggers out there who like to chat it out. Howdy, guys. We'll do a little box clap for you. You we'll can follow along. If you're listening and you're in the area, um, then you'll want to get down there, definitely. The California-based Expo will run for three days at the Phoenix Convention Center June 15th through June 17th, hoping to school participants on all things new in the Arizona cannabis market and turn quiz advice to the potentially lucrative industry, very potentially lucrative. For starters, the convention will have seminars on everything from cultivation to cooking, but those curious about the emergence of the state's hemp industry won't want to miss the speakers talking about the new industrial hemp bill Governor Doug Ducey signed last month. Education is foremost as far as our goal with our shows, said Dave Luce, a vendor uh, relations manager from HempCon. Don't be fooled by the hemp in the name. The expo is about cannabis in general, not just the variety commonly known as hemp, that has no psychoactive properties. HEPCON <clears throat> has been organizing cannabis culture events since 2010, as Luke put it, back when it was illegal to have any billboards up that indicated cannabis or anything like that, hence the hemp name. The convention will have uh, exhibits on hydroponic legal services and evaluations, making for a potentially robust networking opportunity. Uh, Luke's expense. Somewhere between 10 to 15,000 attendees at the event over the three days, speakers include Ian Peterson, founder of Arizona Source CBD, who will talk about all the ways to get the most out of hemp, and William Jamie J. Jamison, a cannabis consultant with Bright Orchard Development in Ontario, Canada, will go over the changes surrounding hemp laws in Arizona. The convention will also have vendors of various hemp products and even live CBD extraction demonstrations to see the process in action. Oh, we are going to clap for that, because that is cool. Uh, What sets HempCon apart from other cannabis expos, he said, is that it doesn't just cater to those already in the industry. Uh, He he hopes the expo helps open people's eyes to the industry, exposing as much of the public as possible to cannabis culture and business. There could be a 70-year-old man looking at our billboard on the freeway wondering, what this is. and says, as far as generating an interest and getting more people to look at the industry, that's what makes us different. The event follows the locally produced Southwest Cannabis Convention and Expo, whose organizers are planning its fourth annual convention in Phoenix this October. Demetri Downing, the co-founder and advisor of this SWCC Expo, said, there's room for more cannabis conventions in Arizona. This is obviously a good thing, Downing said, of HempCon's arrival. Adding that, it's another example of how the city, local contractors, restaurants, and other ancillary businesses make extra money because of the cannabis industry. This is a good indication why prohibition was a model that just didn't work compared to legalization. Last year, the Phoenix Convention Center hosted the Imperious Cannabis Business Expo, the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo, formerly the S.W.C.C. Expo, is scheduled to run at the October 4th through. HempCon has been putting on events in California for years, such as Halloween and the Canada Games, but this is their first convention in Phoenix. The company already has some roots in Phoenix and putting on the Phoenix Tattoo Expo, we've said. Now, they're bringing HempCon to Arizona so that once state law changes to allow cannabis vending at conventions, they'll already have a rodeo or two under their belt. Booth said that the California Expos didn't really blow up until the state allowed for the sale of Kansas at conventions like theirs. I want people to walk away with a smile on their face because they had a great time as far as learning, making connections, and influencing other people to affect the industry in Arizona. Other home state speakers include Tucson's Ari Rubin, owner of Desert Bloom Relief Center, and Robert Klein, CEO of CBD company uh, Isis isochrist in phoenix the event runs 4 to 9 p.m on friday 11 a.m to 9 p.m on saturday and 11 a.m to 7 p.m on sunday at the phoenix convention center 100 north street uh, north 3rd street tickets are available 20 dollars a day and you can check out their website uh which i'm going to actually post a link to right now to our bloggers out there and if you want to know how to get the blogging out there um, go to Tumble Center Ta-da! and
3: uh, go to a radio link
0: and you can click on that. And I apologize for the dog. Like I said, this is a new space. so Well, you heard it last time anyway, so oh, whatever. <laughs> um, so, there you have it. Check it out. Got all your information. And you can get to the blogging by going to the radio show. You do have to create a little login um, if you do want to blog So try and get our our boy to chill it out for a minute. <clears throat> People are walking by, you know, new things, new types of stuff. So there you have it. So you should get the hemp hunt. And let's see if we got it. We're still waiting. Uh, hopefully they will come on come on the line soon and we'll get to chat with them. Um, I I really did think it was uh, a hemp festival, so I'm glad to hear that they're going to be talking about um, everything from cannabis to hemp. And I really like the demonstration part because it's such a mystery to people. And I didn't really get get it myself. Really, I you know, it's it's hard to understand the the uh, process of extraction and stuff. Um, it's little bit scientific but I did learn how to make some RSO which is really 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 easy to do and everybody should try it um, if you need it. I haven't tried tried it myself but um, I did make it for somebody who said that it's working so we're really happy about that and I think I did post <coughs> a um, how-to. It's a video of a, a nurse in Northern California. It's really awesome. I'll find that one again and post it again for you all later. So while we're waiting um, we've got, uh, an article or, yeah, we've got an article about, that says, and this is from, um, CannabisNow.com, just so you know, and the last article we read were from High Times. we'd like to get our, 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 information online here as well, and I've got a great magazine here, Cannabis Business Time, that we'll pull some articles from as well, which, and thank you so much for always sending this to us, because we really like this magazine, so we'll get some, some stuff out of there. So, Trump should pardon nonviolent cannabis offenders, too. On June 6th, President Trump announced he had granted clemency to a 63-year-old woman serving a life sentence for a first-time nonviolent drug offense after reality television star Kim Kardashian West advocated for her cause. Now, Trump should continue to grant clemency to thousands of other federal inmates serving time for nonviolent drug crimes, but it's unlikely that he will. Uh, Clemency is back in the news thanks to the heartwarming tale of Alice Marie Johnson, a 63-year-old woman who was sentenced in 1996 for working uh, for a multi-million-dollar cocaine ring to, to life in prison. This week, Johnson has been released from prison and is reunited with her family, but plenty of people remain stuck behind bars for nonviolent drug offenses. Johnson's tale is one heard over and over again during the war on drugs. A first-time nonviolent drug offender finds himself sentenced to a draconian amount of years thanks to the uh, prosecutorial practices of the Reagan era that still linger in America's criminal justice system. (laughs) If you want to call it a system. These practices, including mandatory minimum sentences, now seem meant to fill the quotas of the for-profit prison industry instead of being a part of the rehabilitation process. As long as Americans continue to look at drugs as a criminal justice issue, and not a public health issue, the cycle will continue. According to the Federal Bureau of Prison Statistics, there are currently 79,036 people serving time in a federal prison for a drug offense, constituting 46% of the entire population that's federal prisoners. Many of those prisoners are serving time for marijuana offenses, including those who were compliant with state cannabis laws. While notable releases have happened since the national conversation around cannabis changed, such as Jeff Mazenski and Ricardo Ruiz Montez, plenty of pot offenders are still behind bars. Like many, Montez is taking part in the state legal medical marijuana market of California. His co-defendant and Cannabis Now contributor, Luke uh, Garmar, though, is still serving out the 20-year sentence he received in 2008 for operating a medical marijuana dispensary. I want to particularly bring to your attention that neither Ricardo nor Luke would be charged with a federal crime today if they were operating a medical marijuana dispensary in California," said Anthony Papa, the Drug uh, Policy Alliance's manager of media and arts relations. In comments, Canada's now, after Trump granted Johnson clemency, both federal law and Department of Justice. Charging practices have changed to the extent that their business activity would be legal today. What's wrong is that these changes should be used to set free individuals like Luke, who has already served 10 years in prison. And Papa is uh, the only person in the history of New York to receive clemency from Governor George Pataki in 1996 and then a pardon from Governor Andrew Cuomo in 2016. He continues to uh, pressure lawmakers to use their powers to give folks the second chance he receives. I had pushed for many years for President Obama and Governor Cuomo to use their pardon powers more. I kept on their case and pitched this to reporters across the country, urging them to write about the issue, said Pop. Now, we now need to change the system and push the president and governors to use their pardon powers to seek justice for all individuals that are serving time for marijuana crimes. It appears that the only reason Trump was sympathetic to Johnson's cause was because of the efforts of Kim Kardashian West, the reality television star who visited Trump in the White House on May 31st to advocate on Johnson's behalf. In previous statements, Trump has advocated the drug dealer should receive a death penalty, which runs counter to his recent clemency moves. For those who don't have one of the biggest celebrities in the world going to bat for them, one of the most popular tools for those trying to raise awareness for people who deserve clemency is change.org. It currently hosts a petition petition by Luke Garmazzo's daughter in support of his clemency efforts. John Perry, uh, creative director for Nation of Second Chances and director of Impact Partnerships at change.org, explained... Why, clemency is such an important tool in showing the success stories of the real uh, rehabilitative process. Quote, put simply, there are so many people who no longer need to be in prison. If they ever even needed to be there in the first place, who must serve their sentences at the expense of the taxpayer. Quote, Perry told candidates. Now, these people and their families suffer immensely for no good reason, and clemency at the federal or state level can end that. And for many federal prisoners serving life sentences, clemency, for the president is the only way they'll be released. There is no parole. We asked Perry the best thing that people could do to support those still in Alice's situation who don't have someone to go uh, to the White House on their behalf. There are so many ways people can help, he replied, suggesting that people should make an effort to read and share the stories of clemency recipients because this helps to humanize formerly incarcerated people and gives firsthand insight into the problems with sentencing and prisons. He also suggested signing petitions on Change.org because over 20 people who have received clemency uh, from President Obama had the Change.org petition. Perry shared his thoughts on the current national conversation around cannabis and whether it would have a positive impact for those serving long sentences for cannabis crimes trying to seek clemency. The fact that states are legalizing marijuana and creating a thriving industry certainly makes the fact that people are in prison for marijuana incredibly egregious to any sensible person. But I'm also surprised that it isn't helping more," said Perry. While there aren't that many people serving life in federal prison for marijuana offenses, there are some who did not have their sentences commuted by President Obama, and these cases should really be a priority for President Trump. Those cases include John Knox or Craig Sassal. Those, uh, these are marijuana-only offenders who will die in prison if the president or Congress fails to intervene. Perry went on to comment on America's fast-growing industry. If you're making money in cannabis and not doing anything, or and not donating to criminal justice reform efforts, that's problematic, said Perry. Um, John Boehner never once used his political power to advocate for people in prison for marijuana. So when I see Acreage Holdings bring him <clears throat> onto their advisory board, I expect him to be advocating not only for legislation that helps regulate the industry, but supporting the release of people in prison. It's literally the least they can do. Ray also commented uh, or recommended people check out "Buried Alive," <clears throat> a project from the lawyer who represented Alice Johnson, as well as support the work of organizations such as Families Against Mandatory Minimums. And Can Do Foundation. Um, wow, that's yeah. So I think I think the, the president and his resources need to look into those who who had these um, minimal marijuana offenses, because I'm sure there's some that were linked to other offenses that probably weren't so minimal. Which is why someone might die in jail from a marijuana offense. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um but I suggest people do find out and do contact their uh, Congress and and talk about it with people because that's the only way you're gonna do it is you're gonna you're gonna raise awareness. You could also do it like this. <laughs>
2: Puff, puff, lighter, puff,
1: Hey, you're
0: Is June thirteenth, and I'd like to give a thanks to Tumbleweed Health Center, forty-eight twenty-six East Broadway Boulevard. Get on down there and get certified. It's very, very, very simple. You just need current medical records, and by current, we're just asking for some one, one thing in the last twelve months that says you've got chronic, whatever's on the list that I'm going to read here in just a second. Um, but uh, you have to have seen a doctor. If you haven't seen a doctor, uh, you can see one of our doctors for an additional fee and then come back and finish the certification process, a uh, day of your choosing. Uh, it could be as early as the next day. Um, if you have medical records but not on you, your doctor has them, and you want to request those, you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And if you go to the certification section and you repass past the ailments and the fees, Um, and other services that we do. We do make house calls, and we do have cannabis consultations, and we do process your paperwork from other uh, doctors or uh, offices if you don't want to do that yourself. Uh, We have a records release form that you can actually download, sign, and send to your doctor, and then they will send your records to us. And at that point, we call you, and we set up your appointment, or you can go right online and set your own appointment up Uh, Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. It's right there in the certification section. Book now, right there, right when you get to the page. You just hit book now, and it'll take you to the calendar. Um, And the medical conditions that will qualify you include PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition or the treatment. For a chronic or debilitating disease, or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, uh, persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of uh, multiple sclerosis. So just bring your card down, and uh, your current card or your expired card doesn't matter.
3: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a
0: call, 520-838-4430. Uh, you can email Tucson at gmail.com. And we also wanted to give you a little list here. Um, where did it go? 11 ganja gifts for dads who smoke weed since Father's Day is the 17th. <clears throat> what dad doesn't want a good weed gift? I mean, geez. All right. Let's see what they have. Ooh, Pax Era X Eden Extracts. That's a slim little sexy machine. Drag dad into the 21st cannabis century with a Pax Era paired with Eden Extracts pods. The Pax Era is discreet, sophisticated for high tech, on-the-go vaping, Eden extracts pods are created using refined oil and strain-specific cannabis terpenes grown organically for smooth, clean hits with a satisfying high. Select from a variety of strains like Diablo OG, Gelato, Sunset Sherbert, and Girl Scout Cookies. Your dad will feel pretty cool with his sleek, vape, and pod combo in his pocket. Go ahead. <laughs> for that one. This is a gold leaf uh, light shade. All right. Uh, does your dad grow? Maybe he just loves to taste turps. Give him a Gold Leaf notebook to keep track of his marijuana musings. And in honor of Father's Day, Gold Leaf has teamed up with Colorado Dispensary Light Shade to release four custom art prints to benefit Project Sanctuary, a nonprofit working to reacclimate veterans to family life and their communities. The sophisticated pot prints are of luscious landmark strains like White Dog and Blue Dreams. Dad can jot down his weed tasting preferences and grow, and grow notes while admiring excellent art, and you'll have contributed to a good cause. 100% of the profits go to Project Sanctuary. And I'm going to go ahead and just copy and paste this one into our blog because if there are any dads out there, you might jot these down for your your, uh, your Father's Day wish list. Um and if you're any kids out there, good kids for dad. Number three, Summerland Stonerware. Ooh, that's nice. The sleek series of ceramic pipes in California are perfect for the low-key weed smoker. If your dad loves good design, he'll go nuts for Summerland bongs and pipes. Pick up a fruit fantasy apple pipe to show him you care. Or go big with the land yacht bong. It's double-chain girth, give off, and ahoy there vibe. Your stoner dad will love it. All right. Orgrown clothing, number four, Orgrown gear is an easy gift for the super chill dad. If your dad is into the outdoor way of life, snowboarding, surfing, hiking, or just appreciating the beauty of the natural world, a comfy Orgrown tee or jersey is just a ticket for a Father's Day gift. Celebs like Lucas Nelson, Willie's kid, support the uh, clothing brand, which represents Oregon's, uh, Oregon's commitment to Premier farm-to-table style cannabis growing. Check out the whole line of uh, shirts, snap packs, and more. Ooh, here's a cool one. The Puffington Pitch and Puff. (laughs) The Pitch and Puff combo pack from Puffington will let your golf-loving father play right through. The Pitch and Puff pack comes as a clever little one-hitter masquerading as a golf tee, plus a hollow golf ball designed to stash his greens, while on the green, it's the perfect combo for a fun afternoon of golf and ganja with your dad. Golf clap. Okay, I want that. That's a good gift for your your bestie or your business partner or just someone in your life you love. <laughs> so there you go. Get to your Father's Day gift guide and get somebody that. That's really cool. Here it is. Number six, the Canada. And this one's really pretty. Is your dad, a connoisseur. Canador is a gift for those who truly love top-shelf flour. The weed humidor perfectly preserves chirpy ter- treasures with uniquely designed airtight storage, controlling humidity at the perfect levels to maintain freshness and taste. Dad can even pair the Canador with a smartphone-capable app that measures relative humidity. He'll totally geek out for this great gift. Check out the entire line of Canador products, including a mahogany roll tray and travel cases. Oh. All right, the Phoenician Grinder, number seven. The Phoenician Grinders feature a heavy-duty design that grinds even the stickiest of buds into fine crumbs. Depending on how much cash you want to drop on your pop, you can choose from a simple two-piece grinder that will get the job done all the way up to the elite 24 karat plated uh, gold four-piece tool that costs 1,500 smackaroos. Get your dad an awesome rugged grinder that will last him for the rest of his life. He'll think of you every time he blazes. Oh, that's a good one. Number eight, the nuggie. Oh, and this is awesome. This, I'm sorry, it looks like a tick when it's really opened up. <laughs> really. That is, looking really cool. But it has a flashlight, a bottle opener, a screwdriver, flathead, a pick, a scraper, a clip, you know, a rogue's clip. LED, scissors, tamper, mini spoon, and a knife—all rolled in one. The handiest little tool around. Ballers will love this little pocket device. New Nuggie models have a heat-resistant aluminum oxide shell that doubles as a carb cap. Yes. The Nuggie Dab sports Ape, and I just said it—all those fun things: pick, spoon, paddle. While the hybrid contains a pick, scraper, spoon, paddle knife, clips for both concentrates and flour, the original Nuggie is also available with 10 different smoking tools in a single device. Each tool stays in place during use with a spring lock system. The Nuggie is like a pocket knife, but for weed. available in blue or pink. That's very nice. Oh, this is so funny. This one shows the green. (laughs) Must have been one of the other versions. All right. How to Change Your Mind, what? By Michael Pollan. No, we're not going to go there. Um, oh, maybe we are. Michael Pollan has enlightened many with his explorations of where nature and culture intersect. He wrote stirringly about the evolution of cannabis in relation to humans and the botany of desire. My apologies. Now, Pollan has uh, dived into the medical and scientific revolution taking place around psychedelic drugs and tells the spellbinding story of his own life-changing psychedelic
3: experiences.
0: How to change your mind makes a great gift for any dad interested in engaging and enlightened investigation of this new frontier of medical science and you know what dr. Grinspoon calls it it's an enhancement for him I love that he uses that term it's great number 10 apothecana this is extra strength relieving body spray it has arnica government juniper and cannabis whoa that's very very strong um, Dad Juice Body Products 2, Apothecana offers a terrific line of topicals that are great for men in particular. The extra strength-free body spray is perfect for your sore muscles and swollen joints before and after athletic activity. Your dad will appreciate the cooling sensation, fresh scent, and the deeply penetrating relief for his aching back knees or whatever it is that dad's complain about. Complain about. <laughs> so after hitting that stick off All right, and 11, a cannabis tour. Your dad has probably never seen it grow, right? Blow his mind with a tour of a commercial cannabis facility. Colorado cannabis tours offer exclusive access to Medicine Man Denver's state-of-the-art growing facility and include a live glass-blowing demonstration. Denver company Seed&Smith offers free facility tours, and there are several other companies around the country getting into the game. Push Tourism has plenty of tips on where to go and what to do for a cannabis tour experience. Take a trip with your dad to celebrate his Father's Day and your special bud bond. Exactly. (laughs) That's
2: a good Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Holy Toledo.
0: Those are some fun things. I think I won a couple of them, including that little golf ball. I didn't realize they had a picture of it, and I didn't realize the T is your little one hitter. That's awesome. I I don't think I can show you the picture, but use your imagination. It's really great. Really great. All right, let's check it out. And uh, my apologies, maybe we had a mix-up with our guests. I, I had planned on having, having Mr. HempCon on, um, but we will see what happens. So I'm going to do a little reading from Cannabis Business Times. Um, this is a great magazine, um, and this is a special report, the state of the cannabis cultivation industry. So this, they have uh, sections on... Um, Statistics they have got a great article about um, the percentages of what's happening in California, how they're growing indoor, outdoor, greenhouse. um, And we'll also talk about the Northeast, how will adult use legalization unfold in our Northeast. All right, so first, up front, 80%. Portion of product at the 2017 HempCon that tested positive for mold Pesticides and/or harmful solvents. The source was San Francisco Magazine. Eighty oh. percent tested positive for mold, pesticides, or harmful solvents. See, let's chat about this for a second because this is a problem <clears throat> for for so for so many people. This whole uh, game of cooking, extracting. Storing, curing—they're—they're um, they're not professionals, and you get this. I can't believe that there was eighty percent, and that's—that's that's really wrong because you're—if you're ingesting mold, or pesticides, or chemicals, or harmful solvents, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Well, your body is. Um, well, you are. Completely in a whole lot of trouble. So that's an alarming number. I hope this year's HempCon for us shows that number to be zero. (laughs) 42% of samples tested from Northern California by UC Davis came back positive for cryptococcus. No, cryptococcus, an opportunistic pathogen that could be lethal for immunocompromised patients. And this is exactly what we're talking about. I don't care if you have a immune, compromised immune system or not. No one should be taking this stuff in. But if you do, then you're in a whole lot of trouble. There are patients out there that um, that the common cold will take them out, and have you know people have died from things like that because they're not um, they they don't have the immune system that they normally would. Um, so that has to we have, and this is where. Mandatory testing and, um, yeah, it has to be mandatory. It it just has to be. 50% portion of California grown tested flower tested by Canisace laboratories in the last 12 months that contain mold or pesticides. Um, Again, a lot of patients will actually take their, their medicine and go get it sample tested themselves. It's, it's come to that. I mean, it's so sad. You don't go to, you know, you don't go to the grocery store and buy, or you don't go anywhere and buy Tylenol or ibuprofen and, and hope that it's got what it says in it. I mean, well, you hope that it does anyway, but you don't go test it. 10% portion. 10% portion of California-grown cannabis flower tested by Canada Safe Laboratories in the last 12 months that contained Eagle 20, microbutanil. And Eagle 20, if I'm correct, was the um, a chemical that it becomes neurotoxic when it when it's heated like that, and that's the one that there were like five different Colorado shops that had to take all their cannabis uh, I mean, take all their products off the shelves because um, they had Eagle 20 in them. So 10%. Well, that's down, I think, from from well that was 2017, I believe. Sources can't say. Hmm. All right, get your medicines tested until you feel safe, until you feel comfortable, and hopefully wherever you're going, you feel good in there. You know, dispensaries are, you know, they can be strange places, they can be great places, they can be beautiful places, they can be really creepy places. So, like, you know, I told my friend Doc just the other day, I said when you go somewhere, you'll know if they're, excuse me, if they're willing to take time with you. If anybody rushes you, just walk out. Just don't give them your time. Don't give them your money, especially don't take their medicine. If anybody's not willing to discuss what you have going on, I don't care if it takes two minutes. I don't care if it takes 20 minutes. If they're not willing to sit down with you and go through what's happening for you, then it's not worth your time being there, and it's probably not a safe place. So, you know, go with your gut on a lot of these places. And if you really like something and, um, hopefully they have things tested and hopefully they have the results out there for you um, because that's also very, very important is that they're upfront and forthright with their testing. And they'll give you the, the numbers. All right. Numbers 226 total number of adult use dispensary applications, the city of Calvary, Alberta received as of April 24th. Well, that's good news. Nine total number of in, uh, initial medical cannabis business, licenses Michigan officials pre-approved as of April 19th for planned dispensaries, grow operations, processing or testing centers, and transporters. 470 individuals or companies have submitted pre-qualification applications for a license to run a marijuana business. Awesome. That's good news for Michigan. 20 times the amount by which the prevalence of cannabis use increased among Americans aged. 50 and up between 1984 and 2015. It increased 20 times. Wow. And 10% growth experienced over three years by companies that prioritize a corporate purpose. There you go. And there's your little corporate tie symbol. So there are some numbers for you. Folks, so we really want you to be careful with, with your medicine when you're getting it, when you're using it, where you're using it, how you're using it. And we're really into the whole what they call microdosing these days. Um, a little dab will do ya? and I'm sure that thing is out over time because you do a big dab. You're done for <laughs> so don't do it. Um, the other day, also, my friend that went to um, the dispensary, she wanted some non-psychoactive CBD, and for a first-time person who was anxious to try it in the first place, um, they told her take an entire dropper full of this stuff. Well, it did contain some CHC. Um, and I just, I said, what a jerk. I can't believe someone did that to you because you don't, you don't do that to somebody. That was probably 10 milligrams. Somebody new into this should be doing a half a milligram, maybe one milligram, very, very, very small dosages until they're comfortable with what's going on. These, these quote bud tenders at these dispensaries absolutely drive me insane. And, and it's, it's sad because you get first time users that are, you know, 65 years old and they go into these places and they're like, Oh, just eat a half a candy bar. And if someone were to eat a half a candy bar, it could be 60 milligrams, 60, not six, not 16, 60, which will totally put somebody out. And they would probably have a bad experience and probably never wanted to do again. And, you know, it's, I think, People that are behind the counters getting medicine for people need training. They need serious, serious training, and they need to know how to talk to people. They need to know how to present this, this medication, um, and not just be your stoner buddy. Because that we are getting too many stories of people coming in and and um, you know they they go up to the person at the counter and they're like, yeah, we'll get this dude and get that and try this and do that. And they come back with a bag full of stuff they have no idea, no idea what to do with. And it's really, really sad because they've wasted like $200 on stuff that they probably don't need and probably shouldn't even really have. So um, business owners, get your, quote, bud tenders educated because they're on the front lines there and they're really making an impact. And and it's not a good impact these days. I can't tell you nine out of ten stories come back. They're bad. They're not good stories. So anyway, um, quick shout out again to Tumbleweeds Health Center. Thank you all for listening to Weeds Day Wednesday. Come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at forty eight twenty six East Broadway Boulevard. Um we're right out front there, Broadway and Swan, Southeast Side. Um, we've got a lot of great books on education. We've got great videos. Um you can sit in our library or our lounge and hang out and get educated all day long if you want while you're waiting for your appointment or not. Come in and just see our accessories, hang out, get educated, um, buy some fun things, and talk to staff about, you know, products, what to use, uh, accessories, how to use them. There's a lot a lot of new things out there, especially for the dabbers and the concentrate users, the waxes and the oils and the rigs and all that good stuff. Um, so there's a lot going on out there. So Get educated with us, and we'll do our best to keep you educated. If you suffer from PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of
3: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona Medical Marijuana Card.
0: Absolutely. Give us a call. 520-838-4430 Tucson dot gmail.com and like I said, you can come right on down. We have a big, beautiful 1,500 square foot office for you to hang out in and get educated. We'll read next week about <clears throat> the Northeast. And my apologies for not getting to that. We're running out of time here. I also apologize that we we made a uh, we got goofed up with our guests, and maybe next week we'll talk with um, Dave from HempCon and find out how it went. But get on down there. It's in Phoenix the Convention Center, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. In fact, you can take your dad for Father's Day, and that would be a really awesome Father's Day gift. <laughs> Education, maybe buy him some goodies, and um, maybe get some fun things. And if you're certified, well, you can go get some, uh, you can go get some medicine as well. Buy your dad a doobie for, for Father's Day. All right, guys. Happy Weed Wednesday. Everybody, be smart and safe out there. And um, get educated on who's coming up to vote. We've got some elections uh, coming up. So get educated on your representatives. Make sure they're voting for you. Uh, make sure they uh, you know, agree with the things you agree with with cannabis. And we've also got the Safe Arizona Initiative out there. Everybody read this.
3: If you want to vote for it, do so. If not, don't. Nope. But read
0: it and get educated and find out what it is. Um, and come on down to the Tumble Retail Center. We have all this information for you at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Remember, folks, be smart, be safe, and educate. We love you. And we hope to have Cannabis Kid back next week.